Episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts and cult leaders, Jordan Garcia. With me, as always, I have all the way. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> the Crypt Keeper himself, <laughs> Armando Aviza here. And uh, what do we usually do here on the pri- Criterion Spooktacular? Spook. Spookultular? Uh, yes, Spoo- sure. Spoo- Whichever one of those. Um, so Spookier- what, Spookerian? But what, <laughs> what we usually like to do uh, on the Criterion Cult film podcast is, you know, we talk about a film that's in the Criterion Collection, and then one of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection. We usually pair them together. Hopefully they sort of make sense together, and we talk about them, we argue about them, but... Like Mondo says, this is our Criterion Ghoul Fest. Uh, our, criterion, our Criterion uh, 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 Skeleterion. Skeleterion? Skeleterion Cult uh, Spooktacular. Yeah, we haven't really thought that. We got a lot in the closet. But so we got this a lot is, of Skeletillions in the closet. It's, 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 <laughs> well, speak for yourself. It, okay. It's October, and uh, so that means it's Halloween season. So this is our very first uh, Halloween episode. Uh, pretty of 2022. Of 2022. Yes, yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, you're right. I gotta. I guess I gotta emphasize that. Yeah. We've got other episodes for Halloween. You gotta check yeah. those out. So definitely do that. But so, Mondo, this One of them is, is your streaming on the Criterion Collection that we did last year. Yeah, Near Dark. Did we talk about that already? No, we didn't. No, okay. no, no. No, that's good that you brought that All up. Right. So one of the, uh, one of the episodes that Mondo did last year for the Halloween uh, Near run. Dark with uh, Dracula, right? Near Dark with Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula, which is very suiting. Which Dracula is... was a laser disc. And this episode is also a laser disc yes. that you're talking about. You're Halloween. you're you're a laser disc man, yeah, through and through. And Halloween is straight up laser disc. Oh, is that what we're talking about today? You yeah. didn't even mention what we're talking about, yeah, Mondo. What are, are we? What What are you bringing? We're talking Rob Zombie What's Halloween, some, baby. What kind of tricks? What kind of <laughs> treats? I'm joking. We're talking John Carpenter's Halloween from 1978. That's it on Laserdisc from Criterion Collection. Right, and a lot of people probably don't really know that. They're yeah. probably not aware of that. But Criterion, uh, they had a Laserdisc run. Obviously, and there started, and there's some movies on there that you might not think uh, are on Criterion because they haven't put them out on DVD or they haven't put them out on Blu-ray, uh, and this is one of them. Yeah, Halloween is one of them. They have a laserdisc. If you have it, if you own it, send it my way. Just send it to me. Don't even ask for money. Just give it to me because you listen to the podcast and I'm your cult leader and you're supposed to do what I say. <laughs> so, because um, I'd like to start collecting those, Mondo. What is your what what's going to be your pick later though? Oh yeah, bringing? and later which I'm bringing to the Criterion Cult to be taken out of the the Skellert's Criterion. Uh, I don't know. I guess we have to. We should have figured that out. Yeah, we'll we, figure it out yeah. by the end, hopefully. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> is Scream Baby from 1996 uh, from director Wes Craven? So we'll be yeah. talking about that a little later. But right now we're going into Halloween. 1978 yeah give us uh give us a skinny on what this is about and when those when this came out and who directed this because there's like thirty thousand of these yes and who knows you might be bringing h2o you might be bringing halloween 3 you might be bringing rob zombies halloween you might be bringing danny mcbride's halloween this is uh what's who's the director though what's his name david gordon green who directs them yes david Gordon Green. uh this is kind of fitting i guess because we get halloween ends 
this month? That's true. Yes, that this is the year when it all comes down to an end. When, when Michael uh, when, finally comes home. When Michael and Lori, brother and sister, their little uh, brother and sister tiff they've had yeah. this whole time, finally comes to an end. Yes. Uh, kitchen knife and all. Um, yeah, from a hardware store that closes way too early. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean... And then from, yeah, so that that is true. I guess that is fitting. Um, it also is fitting with what you bring later. Yeah. But uh, uh, but it oh, is yeah. it does make sense because this is the first time that we're talking about Halloween. Yeah. And it's not the first time we've done Halloween episodes. And but, the first, you know. this is the first time we're talking about John Carpenter, too, I think. It is. Right? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I mean, you know, obviously we're going to talk about him. Yeah. Because I'm sure both of us are going to bring something from him eventually. Yeah. Into the collection. But Does is, he have anything else like that's newly released in the collection? That's no. on Blu-ray? No, right? No, no. Just this. Wow. I mean, obviously, you know, we can talk about how the thing, uh, Big Trouble. Yeah. We can talk about how a lot of things belong there. But we're talking about the first Elvis. entry. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking about the very first entry into, you know, you. I guess what, right? So what people think of as like the Halloween movie, right? Yeah. It's not like a family Halloween movie. That you give to shit like Hocus Pocus and, uh, you know, I don't know. What else? Uh, I can't think of anything. Um, uh, Halloween Town? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. But anyway, so Halloween is like the the, the Halloween movie. Yeah. I mean, it's called Halloween, for Christ's sakes. So everyone loves it. It's John Carpenter. It's, but first, uh, uh, let me give you a little synopsis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Please. Then, and we'll and who's in it. it? Yeah. And yeah, who's in it? So uh, this is from Letterboxd again. Please sponsor us. Give us a hat. We just saw that you went into the Criterion Closet. I don't know why you didn't take us with you, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you guys didn't even... Um, yeah. Send an email. Yeah, you couldn't even have said, like, you couldn't even have taunted us. Yeah, like Just, like, tagged us or something. Be like, yeah. hey, guess what, guys? We made it here. Yeah, suckers. I know you've been fucking hitting us up. Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, but anyway, we'll see you real soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, okay, Halloween, 1978. Doesn't have a spine number because Laserdisc didn't have spine numbers, right? That's correct. I think so. Not until DVDs that they started giving spine numbers. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, we'll just go with that. So, yeah. Um, the night he came home. 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois to kill again and yeah and he does in Donald Pleasance as Dr. Sam Loomis uh, the great Jamie Lee Curtis scream queen uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays Laurie Strode Uh, Nancy uh, Keys Annie Brackett PJ Souls as uh, Linda Vanderklok uh, Charles Cyphers as Sheriff Lee Brackett and uh, we have the guy, the man, Nick Castle, who plays the shape, which is uh, who's Michael Myers. And of course, this is written or this is directed by John Carpenter, but written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. So, and who also are producers. Is Deborah Hill's wife or something? Uh, they went out for, I think, a short time. And yeah. Well, that's what the podcast is really about. Yeah. Like, what are they? What were they doing? Who yeah. was sleeping with who on the what set? Were they wearing? <laughs> what were they wearing? What were they? Who were they sleeping with on the set of Halloween? That's what we're talking about today. <laughs> on the criteria, no. Um, so you know, laser disc, so, yeah. Criterion Colt, yeah. Halloween, baby. Uh, when did you first see Halloween? 
Were you a young lad? Were you a young uh, trick-or-treater? Or did you come to it later like I did? Uh, no, I mean, I guess I really seriously saw it later. Yeah, okay. But, I, you know, I, I'd seen it. Uh, it, it obviously, like, uh, it was one of those things that, like, your cousin would be like, oh, we're watching Halloween, because it's, like, a scary thing to watch. Yeah, he's all, you get it, bitch, we're watching Halloween. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, you know what I mean? Just being like, hey, like, turn off the lights, like, close yeah. your eyes, we're putting on Halloween. <laughs> and you're just like, I just came to chill. Like, yeah. I, used, I could just drink soda here until yeah. midnight. <laughs> or whatever the case is, you know yeah. what I mean? But he was just like, no, no, like, you know? And I, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't think I was ever, like, uh, scared uh oh, from from you were, it. you were scared i mean i was scared of like things right like so mm-hmm. let me tell you like you know the scene there's a scene uh in i was it in uh robin hood uh prince of thieves with oh, kevin costner you're gonna say men in tights <laughs> no at the beginning where they like chop off a dude's head mm-hmm. like i used to like literally have to hide behind the couch in order to watch that movie for that scene oh okay i couldn't watch yeah. i couldn't stand it but like stuff like Michael Meyer just kind of choking out some broad in the car. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, no, but like, but but seriously though, like watch it. That stuff wasn't really like that scary to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's kind of funny. I guess it's it sort of. It, it wasn't until later that I sort of realized. Uh, I guess more so the filmmaking behind it. Whereas when I was younger, I was just like, oh, this is kind of just dumb. Like I don't understand why Michael Myers is scary. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't get it. Yeah, I get why Freddy's scary. I get why Jason's scary. I get why little little Chucky himself is scary. <laughs> but I don't get why Michael Myers was scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least from when I was a kid. You know. Mm-hmm. So you said you found it later. So you didn't like you never. It was never like a, something you watched on Halloween. Yeah. It, it literally was. That's why I was saying that earlier. It just felt like such a like a like a staple of what. You know, it's Halloween. It's or Halloween night. That's what's on on the yeah. TV or whatever. You know. Yeah. Well, when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies, but I could watch everything oh. fucking else. Uh-huh. I could watch Goodfellas. I could watch RoboCop. I could watch, you know, the real the real monsters of the world. You know, but yeah, I was never allowed to watch uh, like scary movies or horror movies. So I didn't see them till later. And then when I did see some when I was like in middle school, they were just kind of funny to me. Because I'd kind of grown out of that, I guess, already. Probably like the first real, I don't know, horror movie I saw was Blair Witch Project, maybe. In theaters, you know? Hmm. was like, that was, and that was, I forget how old I was. I think I was in middle school then. I don't know when it came out. 99 or something like that? 98? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, yeah. But I I mean, I I don't know. Uh, Maybe, yeah, I guess middle school was probably how old we were. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little younger. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, I uh, went. I found Halloween later because I was. I realized I was a John Carpenter fan, and I didn't know really. Like you know, I didn't put the name to the films until right. later. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, yeah. And so like Big Trouble, Little Ch- and Little China. Um, the thing. Yeah, the thing. They live. They uh, live. What else? Um, Damn, there's something else that I'm missing, I feel. Uh, Escape from New York. Oh, yeah. Escape from New York, which I saw probably Escape from L.A. first. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because it came out when we were, like, younger or whatever. I mean, I was going to say it's because we're, like, a certain age. But, yeah, I guess there's, like, a certain type of thing, right? I'm sure there's people who were our age age who saw Escape from New York first, but we just didn't have the the mean suit, so we just saw Escape from L.A. first. Yeah, because it was out, and then I was like, what? And then I had to see Escape from New York because yeah. it was, I was like, they kept referencing it and they kept yeah. on. And, and 
Escape from L.A. They keep on referencing Chicago, which they never show or something like that. But anyway, anyway. So Halloween, yeah. I've always, I always thought it was, I always like, I don't know. It, I, I think I liked it because it wasn't like jokey or like, um, or I don't know. I think because I'm my references like you know like uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, mm-hmm. like and they get kind of like wacky and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he does. Freddy's a wacky. Fred, ass guy. Yeah, Freddy's like a wacky character. Like yeah, you know, like. It keeps on going. Like, it, like at the end, he's the school bus, right? Like at the first one. I don't know. Uh, something happens like that where yeah, he's I try like, to forget. Yeah, but yeah, I guess I. I mean, I. My whole thing with this is with that. Like, look, I because I'm I'm a huge John Carpenter fan. Yeah, and I really like think that he's great behind the camera, and I think like you know he's mm. done great stuff. The thing, like all the stuff we just mentioned, I, yeah. some of my favorite movies of all time, but. Halloween itself, it does not, like, when people, you know, when you watch, like, documentaries about it, people are just like, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like Michael <laughs> Myers is driving a, a, a fucking station wagon around the neighborhood, <laughs> you know, looking out the window. <laughs> like, it's not that, and I, you know, I'm, I'm sure a bunch of people are going to be like, oh, fucking blasphemy or whatever. Because, again, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. Because it's it's filmed really well, the score is fantastic. Like there's certain things that obviously like stand out and are good of, about it. But yeah. you know, watching it today, like you know, us watching, I'm just like, oh yeah, I was like, who would think this is scary? And I mean, I get that, right? Like a white guy driving around a station wagon, just like following you home from school, that's scary, and that's like real life. Yeah. But like in the in in the context of like all the things that we've talked about or seen of Michael Myers, right? of all the, uh, the sequels and prequels and the, and the frequels and whatever the hell they put out. Like, you know, it's just always like he the squeakles. Like, yeah, yeah. It's always just like, not like, uh, he's not driving around a car. He's not yeah. like a dug in behind a bush and be like, Oh shit. They saw me. Like, he's just like, he's like this immovable, like a movable force that'll just like kill you. I mean, this one, he doesn't now you sound kill. like the new guys trying to make Halloween. Well, no, I mean, no, but I'm saying like that's what I mean. Like they, that's that's what they they make him as, right? Yeah. Like in here, and in, in this one, he's just. I mean, I feel like he's just supposed to be like a, a an escape mental patient, a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Like he's not supernatural. He's not supposed to be anything. So there's like well, nothing that's scary as long as someone has a gun. You know, there shouldn't be no there should be no problem. Well, if you listen to Doctor Loomis, he's he's on another level. He's like when when he talks about Michael Myers, he doesn't like consider him a man or a human or something right. like that he like considers this, him evil just like this evil yeah. like thing or a but being. Uh, but but i think because you know look i'm just saying like it, throughout this whole movie we have not seen dr loomis's credentials <laughs> we have not have gotten any proof that yeah. this man works for any sort of uh you know uh, psychiatric hospital or anything he could have just taken over that that nurse's car and tricked her and you know what i mean there's a lot of things going on. He might be Michael Myers, <laughs> but like that's yeah. my theory. Well, he might be his dad. I don't know because what happens to the parents? They never like say anything. They do, or why? Yeah, or why Lori is you know uh, why she's with another family, the Strokes. Right. Uh-huh. You know, but uh, yeah, it's like the thing about uh, the the version we watched today, like the one on we watched it on AMC Plus. Sorry, I don't know why, but it I yeah. 
Well, it was because like because Mondo it sounded, doesn't own it. Yeah, I don't own it anymore. I had a great purge of 2021. You're listening to me, and I'm yeah. telling you that I'm not a fan of it, so I yeah. shouldn't own it. Yeah. But Mondo here, he should own it. Yeah. I have I have two and three. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll take the laser disc as a collector's item if you give me for like twenty. But bucks. didn't this one sound weird? Like, didn't the it music sound, sound like off sometimes, or like it didn't like go? Um, no. Like I don't know. It's because. I don't know. I've seen it before, like a bunch of times. I mean, and, I, yeah, I guess that's that's. I guess that's the thing. I, I haven't seen it as much as and you then, probably. And then this so. this time watching it right now, it felt like the music was off or something, or like, or it wasn't like it didn't hit as hard as like you know like the classic you know uh you know Halloween theme that. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna say this. That's what this. That's what this movie sort of reminds me of. That like that nostalgia that we that a lot of people remember it in a way that 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 it yeah. wasn't that it wasn't yeah you know what I mean for sure like everyone remembers it like David Gordon Green and Danny McBride they remember it in like that in the way that they write it now yeah but it's not like that it's the same thing with like Star Wars right mm-hmm. in Rogue One we want to remember that Darth Vader was some sick ass fool that like just <sighs> goes down the hallway and kills all these people. Yeah. But that never happens in Star Wars at all. He can't even walk down the hallway. Yeah. It's all clunky. It's all, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's, I don't know. I think that's, it's, this movie has that. Well, again, when I'm watching documentaries and people are talking about how this is one of the scariest movies they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And they still can't, it's got some of the greatest kills in like movie history. And I watch it and I'm just like, oh, well. I mean, the camera work is fantastic. Yeah, that's like, that's the you know one thing I mean? about it because they use they they're like one of the first people to use the glide cam, right? Yes, and so that was that was that's, yeah. that's a big part of it, and getting the POV shot of everything, and, right? And, and, and all and those like little one takes that yeah. he does that yeah. like just really flow very well, and it keeps you like engaged and everything, and and it feels mm. and also it feels very like handheld and sort of like you know not sloppy, but it feels very like real, like. The person that's like sneaking out in the window viewing in there, mm-hmm. it's not just a straight shot. It's very like shaky. It's very just moving around. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's it, not it like just... Entourage trying to use a handheld for no reason. This is like, this is purpose- yes. purposeful. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. it like, that's what kind of gets you in the mood of the film, you know, that really puts you in there. And I could see like how that being scary, especially when you're younger, like really getting you into that mode and like feeling like that's like, you know, kind of have, having tunnel vision watching it, you know. But today we're watching it kind of like, I don't know, kind of loosely, I guess, you know, and the mood wasn't right, George. I don't think you set the mood for me when you, when I got here. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, what mood do you need for Halloween? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like, it, it doesn't like have, you know, it, it and, and again, I get it. I understand why it's like iconic. I understand yeah. why people love it. I understand why it's a Halloween movie and why, you know, kids to this day dress up like Michael Myers. Yeah, I get it. I understand that and why they want to keep continuing to making making movies of him until the day we all just the earth just blows up but this first one is literally again we all have like these weird it's funny because there are certain movies that uh don't like it's like this weird switch around right like so we have like these weird nostalgia goggles for like ghostbusters mm-hmm. where we think it's like a kid's movie but it's not yeah. And so the new ones they make are like these silly like kids movies yeah. that are goofy. And they're, and then what they're they're basing that on is like part two is Ghostbusters two. Mm-hmm. They're not really basing it on number one, which if you really look at it, it's like an adult film. It's like you know, yeah. it's like these things. Where and and then like in the Halloween, 
it's pretty goofy. It's again, Michael Myers is driving around a car in a car. Like he he you know he knows how to drive a car. You know what I mean? And like when he went to a mental hospital when he was a little kid, you know, and they even say it's like a joke in the movie where he's just like he's all well, he, he doesn't know how to drive a car. He can't go far. He's all well, he knew how to drive one last night. He's all maybe someone around here taught him how to do it. Like yeah. Dr. Loomis says that. Yeah, so that, it's that like, is funny that they do try and like explain that kind of stuff or whatever. But I don't, yeah, I, but it's like a, it's it's sort of goofy, yeah. and so when you look at it, because any like any sort of remake that they they would do of Halloween, they're not going to have them drive a car because that's not going to look scary. That's not going to look menacing, and it does not in this movie. Yeah, you know what I mean when he's like literally like putting on his blinker and looking both ways when he's turning. <laughs> like it's just like oh damn, like Michael yeah, Myers like, would not like. Yeah, why isn't that a meme or something? Yeah, <laughs> like it's really weird that like. You know, because you have those things where obviously, like, you know, he's hiding behind, like, a, the, yeah, the, the laundry or whatever. The, or, like, the, the shrubs bush. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And so, like, I get that those are, like, the things. But, like, in, in in this film, how we talked about, he's, like, agile. He's, like, jumping around. He's, like, hiding. Yeah. In other movies, they make it seem like it's, like, supernatural. Yeah, when he's at the top of the stairs, it looks like he could have jumped and said, ha! <laughs> you know? Yeah, he like, does. He does <laughs> sort of, like, move in this, like, you know, he's, like, yeah. sort of, like like bending down and like hopping around and like being like, Ooh, like, yeah. you know, like I'm coming for you. Whereas like in, in the new movies, they make it seem like, Oh, he's like this, like again, a movable object. It's yeah. just sort of coming at you and, and there's then, nothing you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then also when he does, I mean, in this movie, when he, he dress stabbed, ups, when he dress ups as a ghost and puts the glasses on. Exactly. Front, like that's like, like that's goofy as fuck. Yeah. Right. I mean, he gets stabbed in the eye. Like what stops him from, he's literally got, I thought this guy was evil. <laughs> exactly. He literally gets like messed up, like he gets stabbed in the eye by a uh, a, a hanger, a coat hanger that oh, she yeah. straightens out and stabs him in the eye, and that like puts him down to the ground. Mm-hmm. And she thinks like, "Oh, he's dead. Don't worry, it's all done now." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's that's goofy. That's like really goofy. Well, yeah, I mean, it's for the time. It's got to think of the time too. Like in 1978, like seeing stuff like that is probably. You know, a lot more. It was probably a lot more harsher than it is now to our desensitized, you know, minds and eyes that we well, see. Like, because you know. Oh, sure, sure. I, I but I'm just saying. Like, I guess that's what I mean. Is that I don't know. Like, there's no way you can't look back on that. Even if you really thought it was scary when you were younger or whatever, when you saw it, that's fine. Like, I'm not saying yeah. that that that's dumb. But to like be like interviewed now like in a documentary and be like oh man i i can't even watch it anymore i can't even watch it i'm so scared <laughs> like you know yeah people just like say that and i and i i'm just not gonna do that here okay i'm just not gonna do it that's fine all right you and, don't have to no no i'm not saying that i have to but i'm saying like i can give it the props that it deserves yes. which is the great camera work Obviously, the score from John Carpenter, mm-hmm. but mostly the camera work. I mean, like like we were saying, like that's what keeps me engaged in the story, yeah. is all the point of view shots, all the like movement of the camera, how it flows through everything. Yeah. Like you know, sure, it doesn't always move around like that, but when it does, it really keeps you engaged in everything, and you know, and just like uh, you know, because there's no like really exciting like you know jump scares or like kills. It's all just sort of like oh okay like. It yeah. just keeps kind of popping up, yeah. you know. And but also, I, but again, I get why everyone likes it. I yeah, it was just, you know, I, it was also just a phenomenon, right? Like, I wasn't expecting to like 
be like this huge movie that it became like you know the the Halloween movie. Well, that that's true. You know? Yeah, it's and sort also, of like a Star Wars, right? And it's yeah. and then you know this was just supposed to be one entry into this Halloween series. Like it, Michael Myers wasn't supposed to go on. It was supposed to be like another movie on like you know that happens on Halloween. You know, mm-hmm. like they tried to do when they finally went back when they did it with the third one, and then nobody liked it because Michael Myers wasn't in it. Because he was such like the poster boy for, you know, the Halloween movie. Because they made him do a second one, which they didn't want to do. Like, well, based on Michael Myers, at least, you know. Yeah, it's like doing like a like Jaws three with a whale. Oh, you know what I mean? A whale? No, I'm saying, but oh, it's kill- like oh, doing like that. a kill. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like yeah, switching it up all, all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, why would anyone want to see that? Yeah. But even though Halloween three is is good, I yeah, it's Halloween entertaining, is good, yeah. right? Like we, I enjoy it. Yeah. I actually like. I actually kind of like that idea more so. Halloween 2 is really good, kind of, too. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. But I will just say that <laughs> it is, like, I just like the idea more so that it would be like an anthology thing. Just yeah. these different weird Halloween stories. stories yeah. You know what I mean? You and know, Michael like a, Myers just being one of them, not all yes. of them. You know? Yeah, because there's no way, like you said, because, you know, again, like, there is no... They had no intentions of making... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, his sister. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They saw Star Wars and they're like, yeah. Oh, I'm your sister's brother's cousin. Yeah. That, yes. That, that's how we get Ruby, the audience. You know? That's how the audience is going to be like, oh, that's shit. like the fake emotional attachment yes. to it. Because, uh-huh. yeah, it was supposed because that doesn't make any sense to like, I don't I don't know. I'm not going to try to break it down. I, whatever. We're just talking about Halloween. This this no, first no, one. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But no, you're I mean, yeah, it's just like. But at the same time, it sort of does. I mean, why would he be going after her specifically? Why is he obsessed with her? We don't know. Yeah, that makes no sense. It just because... and then that's why they're just like, and then like literally like a room of people just said what I just said, and they were just like, he's his her brother. Yeah, and they're just like, yes. And they're like, yeah, because there's like no like, reason for him to get the the um the tombstone, you know. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, that has no, like... Yeah, like, why is he trying to, like... That's what I was saying. Like, I can understand if there was, like, a story of, like, them, like... I don't know. They live in that house, and the family reminds him, and it's, like, the same thing. She's got a little brother, and it's, like, the same type of... You know what I mean? And he just sort of... Or just saw her at the house when she she was dropping off the keys? Is that what happened? No, not even. He just... I don't even think so, right? Like, he doesn't even escape till after that scene. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's I don't, I, it. Just it just makes no sense why he would be obsessed with her. But so that's why they're just like, oh, it, it's got to be the sister. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, he's got to kill the whole family. He should have yeah. went after the parents. He doesn't. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. Look, I, you know, I'm just gonna say that, and this is mostly John Carpenter than it is me. But you know, my my Michael Myers doesn't start doesn't start stabbing until he sees a woman naked. And that's a pretty, you know, that's pretty anti-feminist. <laughs> he uh, literally, you know, the first time he kills someone is his sister and she's naked. Yeah. The second time he kills someone is uh, the friend uh, when she's like changing because she like uh, is doing laundry. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because he doesn't really kill anybody for like a long time. He's just sort of stalking uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. For a really long time. He bumps into a little kid, has a chance to strangle him and kill him, doesn't do it. But he, he kill he kills dogs for no reason. I don't know what that. Well, yeah, is. I think that that's more like a Shia LaBeouf thing to show him like he's inhumane, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it's also like it's also like that little thing to be like, uh, you know, when the dog's always like barking at a devil or like a yeah. ghost or like the e- an evil. It you knows, know? yeah, it's no, it knows this person has bad juju, yeah, right? Yeah, it knows it's like the bad guy. Yeah. It knows it's like, ooh, it's from the animals hell. always know. Spot. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They and they do. Yeah, and that, and then that's why we need to cancel uh, Michael Myers because he's uh, killing canines. <laughs> How dare you? Get your hands off my pups. <laughs> <laughs> You sick bastard! Look, but yeah, what do you like? So, what do you think of Doctor Loomis? Like, because I think you pointed out a lot of stuff about him today that was like, oh yeah, he's just like he's just some crazy wacko. Like, he's yeah, not like he, no he one, never... even, no one even really believes him or anything, and he kind of just disappears too out of the movie, and then he all of a sudden he comes back when he's just uh, strolling through the the neighborhood and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he never has to, like, show anybody any credentials. He walks up to the sheriff and yeah. just like, look, I used to be this crazy guy's doctor. And yeah. he's loose. And he's coming here. And he's ready to kill all every every one of you. And the, uh, and the, yeah, and yeah, the sheriff's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, give me a second. Someone broke in. There's a real crime going on yeah. here. And, like, like, yeah, no one ever... He never shows them any credentials. He never, like... He never says... He never specifically says, hey... This crazy guy, Michael Myers, from this loony bin, broke out, stole my car, my my station wagon with the logo that from the thing yeah. that I work at, and was driving around this town killing people. Like you know what I mean? Like he never tells anybody that. He's just like vague and weird about it. The, the sheriff's like, oh, so what's going on? He's all, it's a madman. <laughs> Somebody who's lost their mind. What does he say to him? What does the Loose sheriff say the to city. him? He's like, stop, talking, stop talking fancy to me. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, stop with that fancy talk. He's like, I won't take any more fancy talk. He's like, I'm running around here because of your fancy talk. Yeah. And he's just like, he's a. Like, this house is haunted with memories. Yeah. Like he's just like saying stuff that's just like vague and like he's stupid. Home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's stronger than any evil you've ever seen. And then yeah. the sheriff's just like, I've never seen evil. I don't know what that yeah. like. What who is this guy? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, yeah, can you give us a description? Can you give can me? Can you tell us? Can you like, give an APB on yeah, something? He, again, he never even told him what car he's driving. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he he doesn't explain anything. And like literally at that point. You know, when they go to the house, the sheriff takes Loomis to the house yeah. and that thing kind of breaks through the window and he just pulls out this fucking revolver. Like the sheriff just looks at him and he's like, oh, he's like, you, you probably think I'm crazy, huh? He's like, well, uh, you know, I just carried it around. He's like, here's a permit. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's just like really. And the sheriff's just like, he just shakes his head kind of like, uh, you weirdo. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take off. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to watch for him. Like, the sheriff's just like, cool. Yeah, you know what the I mean? sheriff like, would never like, no, you have to leave this house. This yeah. is not for you to sit in or whatever. And he would literally just be like, all right, at this point, dude, you just pulled out a gun. I need to take that and like figure out who you are. I'm surprised it wasn't like, like you know what I mean? Like, I need to yeah. call in somebody and be like, hey, is this I guy? I got this like, crazy guy. Yeah, does Loomis. he work for you or did he break out too? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because like, he seems like that, right? <laughs> yes. That'd be, that would be like a, a, like a cool story. Like, what if this crazy doctor was... The crazy one, you know? Yeah, he was the one who taught Michael Myers how to drive. You know what I mean? (laughs) And stab. (laughs) Yeah, like he's the one. Like, so he, like, taught Michael Myers how to drive. He's like, all right, I'm going to do this thing where I'm going to go. I'm going to pretend to be a doctor and pick up this nurse. Mm. And we're going to come pick you up. And you're going to take the car. But Michael Myers just kind of lost control and just started choking, you know, choking yeah. women like he likes to do, like most white men like to do. <laughs> and uh, and then he just takes the car on his own. And Loomis is like, damn it. Like, that was my ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that but yeah, that it is such a weird character that like I get it. He's sort of like the horror aspect of it. Right. He's yeah. the one who's just like 
my God, yeah. there's something evil out there. Because there's no, because other than him, who would know or care? Yeah. Well, you know I mean, mean, who would who would have well, any the, idea of what's going on? The people that do know don't even care. You know, exactly. like the other guy that he was talking to, he's like, well, you should have told us that he was, you know, like scary or like was uh, dangerous or whatever. So I did. I did. <laughs> like, you know, like, and they still don't believe him. So it, it yeah, it's kind of crazy that like, He's just like this kooky doctor on this mission that only he knows about. And yeah, he can't, and he can't convince anyone for the life of him that this guy is dangerous. Well, and it's also because, because they haven't not, seen him. And he's know? also not really explaining himself. Yeah. He's yeah, not he's saying not. this is the young boy who killed his sister in that house yeah. in this block. And he never tells back. that to anybody. Yeah. He doesn't say and that he's to come anyone. back to finish yeah. something. I yeah. don't know what, but he's yes. on some trip you know? he just yeah. he's all vague about it and yeah. everyone's just like all right dude like uh yeah cool stay in this that's why the cop house. is just like yes yeah, just stay here i'll come back in a little bit you know yeah so uh, you know it's 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 it, it's a character that really it makes sense it's just sort of not yeah you it's know kind of underwritten i guess you would i would say i mean i feel like he's probably the most written everyone else is underwritten yeah. Everyone else doesn't say anything or have anything to say or any personality well, but or anything. I mean, you know what I mean? He's the, the only one who's just like, my God, well, there's a horror well, out exactly. there. And everyone's just like, uh, I'm just on the phone. He's eh. just fancy like, talking and it means yeah. nothing, you know? So well, it's kind of like, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, like really like any deeper he, thing the, about he, Loomis. Than, yeah. He's sort like, of the Jamie Kennedy of the Halloween uh, franchise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of the scream, you know, yeah, Jamie exactly. Kennedy from yeah, screen. Yeah. He's sort of the one who's like, there's rules to this. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No one is paying attention. Yeah. To nobody rules. cares. Yeah. And everyone's just like ran about just being an idiot. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I guess we could wrap this up. I didn't know that this conversation was going to go this way. We're going to get canceled because of this probably. Why? Oh, yeah. I mean, Halloween gonna, heads are going to be like, yeah. everyone's going to hate us now. Yeah. Because we're usually pretty. But I, I don't think we're talking too much shit on this. Look, I mean, I'm giving it the props. All right. This is going to be my last thought. Okay. I, I'm giving it the props that it deserves in, in terms of that. I understand why people enjoy this. Mm. But. I sort of understand it more so for like the nostalgia factor. Like I don't get like I really don't understand like how you can sit around with your friends unless you're making fun of it and watch this on Halloween and be like, "Ooh, this is scary. This is a scary movie I'm going to throw on." Mm-hmm. You know? I get it. You know, again, the nostalgia factor, blah blah blah, but dude, throw on the thing. You know what I mean? Throw on like any other John Carpenter. Throw on Elvis like you said. That's scary <laughs> as fuck. Like, throw on something. (laughs) Throw on something with some real fright factor. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Even the new Elvis, the Baz Luhrmann one, (laughs) that's scary too. But like this, I don't know. To me, it it just—I understand why it's on—it's on Criterion, and I wouldn't mind it getting a Blu-ray release and all that stuff. Because again, John Carpenter's the king. uh, You know. People are going to be like, oh, you don't like John Carpenter. That's just not true. Yeah, that's not true at all. It's not true at all because he's fucking one of the greatest doing it today. No, I mean, doing it. Not today, but making music today. The greatest making music. Yeah. But, I mean, he's not making films anymore. But when he was making those films, like, you you will never find another Big Trouble in Little China. You'll never find another The Thing. You'll never find, even though that's a remake, you'll never find another, like, of his 
style of that kind of fun adventure horror sci-fi like all that you know what i mean yeah it really and knows how to blend them together like yes in other films exactly. this is this is a low budget indie film uh, of course you know yeah yeah and, it, and this and this is you know it, it, you feel that you know what i'm saying and to me it's just like i i did not expect to see michael myers driving around in a car so much driving around <laughs> a station wagon clearly labeled uh very obvious following very close behind these girls yeah you know what I mean? Just, but you know, I I did. You know, I, I like the setting of it. I like the suburban setting. I liked it. I understand that horror aspect of it, right? That you're just having a Halloween, and then some dude just starts killing everyone yeah. in the neighborhood, right? That's just and it's unexplained. Know, no motive, really. No motive again. That's, yes, we'll get into later. About yeah, which is which is even more scary. Yeah. You know, we're talking about yeah. scary white man here to <laughs> two even scarier white boys later. Yeah, yeah. So. My ranking of Halloween, and again, I'm going to get probably canceled, Halloween yeah. canceled for mm. this. Yeah. But this is, I mean, you know, this is a, this is like a two and a half star movie for me. Mm. I probably won't watch this again, but I can totally understand why people like it. I love John Carpenter. I love a lot of the shots he does here, a lot of the camera movement, the fluidity of it, it but because it does feel like that indie movie that has like something to say but it's mostly like dependent on what he had available to himself yeah. you know what i mean because there is that scene where you know the teacher's talking about fate to Lori and stuff like that and so it's just like well, that, is, that's is there really something... shoehorned in yeah that's what i mean so it's just like is that something that he was trying to put there yeah. or was it just like well i had to do that yeah. you know what i mean so yeah this is like a two two and a half uh this is a two and a half um uh, two and a half weirdos because that one dude with the glasses that gets killed where mm. what he puts on one of the boyfriends yeah the boyfriends he's a weirdo we didn't get into it yeah. but he's a weirdo oh yeah he said some weird very strange <laughs> things he said he, he wanted did. to rip off the clothes of that little girl <laughs> and uh i don't know if I'm you're pretty uh, sure he did yeah if you're gonna rewatch this for the podcast please watch that and let us know if you heard that because yeah. i'm pretty sure we heard that this man wanted to assault not only his girlfriend. He wanted a menage a trois with the with little the girl little... that she was babysitting. Yes. And, or that the friend was babysitting and yeah. with his girlfriend. Because at first we thought he was talking about the friend. Yeah. Because he says he's going to, well, he wants to rip. So he says, I'm going to rip your, so let me get this straight. I'm going to rip your clothes off. You're going to rip my clothes off. Then I'm going to rip Lydia's clothes off or Lindsay's clothes L- off. L- uh, Lindsay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, one of the names. And then so we thought, oh, that's a friend. And then later on, we find out that's the little girl that she was watching. So <laughs> I was this like, man, wait, who is Lindsay? Or... So that's one of the kills that I don't mind. I'm glad that man got killed. Uh, so yeah, yeah, three he dead. De- uh, so two and a half dead him. Besides being a demon in the sack, he was a demon on the road. <laughs> I mean, she sounded like she was having a great time, but that would seem like he was upset. He finished pretty quick. Anyway, uh, two and a half dead hymns yeah. uh, for this movie. And it's on Laserdisc for Criterion, for those who don't know. Put it out on Blu-ray, even though I'm not a big fan. Mondo, last thoughts. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I... I, I today watching it i was i did not expect what i was gonna think of this film kind of like i was kind of surprised by everything it was just kind of uh i don't know how to say like it was just you know everything was just kind of sparse you know it was like nobody really had anything to say or or even do in the uh, throughout the film Mm -hmm. you know even loomis like there it felt like he was just wandering i mean yeah he's searching for um for Michael Myers but you know he just his character just felt like not just wandering like where he was like going like I understand that he was kind of like a big get for them 
to have in the film. But yeah, the way they use him is just he was just again, like that actor. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, and yeah, Michael Myers. Yeah, just driving around in the car. Well, he didn't get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah, Michael Myers did, but you know, and yeah, I mean, I get the kind of like you know the boogeyman kind of just coming after you with like faceless nameless he should have been more na- he should have been nameless kind of you know that's kind of the thing too i think the what yeah i they guess give not him, like having a backstory i guess that would giving be like him a better name right? is kind of like uh you know like, lessening just, like the, there, there should have just been more the like, legend of michael myers you know yeah there should just been more like halloween yeah. Like you see like and again I know it's like an indie thing. Yeah. But like, you know, we saw like maybe like six kids total trick or treating. Yeah. Like imagine just like streets filled with like adults and kids dressed up and then you just see him. Yeah. And you have no idea why you do or you didn't see the beginning of him killing his sister. There's no origin yeah. story. It's just some guy who's just always everywhere. And you're just like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he kills you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think. Well, I think that's kind of the mystique of yeah. Well, I'm trying to like, use like, like the the legend of like a boogeyman. You know, like there's just always one around, no matter who you are. Yeah, you especially know? in white neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this watch was kind of like uh, I don't know. I might watch it again later, like some other in a few years or something. And like I want to like just see it again for, or whatever. But uh, I'll give it a. Uh, what do I want to? Oh, yeah, I'll give it a th- three jumpsuits, I guess. You know what I mean? Because people will be, you know, and I'm just talking about, I guess, more for myself, you know, or people will just be like, oh, the, that movie, this stuff mm-hmm. is like, oh, that's kind of like B movie. Yeah. Right? But that's, I don't know. Like, I could watch that more than I would watch this. Yeah. Well, you know the stuff is just, is fun, you know? It's just like, that's what I mean. It's like crazy. Yeah, but it's, you know, because there's like certain things, like, I'm not going to watch Mac and Me over and over again. But, like, I would watch this stuff more than I would watch Halloween. Halloween is probably considered more of a... And it is because it's obviously filmed better and stuff like that. But... But it, you know, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Like uh, you all, you Halloween heads gotta just stop with the, get take those nostalgia blinders off. You know, get the candy corn out your eyes, <laughs> get the sweets out your tooth, and uh, look at a movie and realize, uh, you know, it's just this, and realize that uh, Big Trouble in Little China is you got the best. Butter all over your eyes because the yeah, popcorn. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got them little Michael Myers eyes. Can't see th- through shit. So, Mondo. Yeah. Uh, that's Halloween. That's Halloween. And uh, next we're going to scream. If you want to scream, you can <laughs> scream with me. <laughs> All right. Well, we've made it back safely to the Criterion Cult Film Podcast Studios. After all the pitchforks after that one, Jordan. So uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That was my Matthew Lillard uh, impression. And why would I do a Matthew Lillard impression? Oh, yes, because uh, to the Criterion Collection, I'm bringing a a horror movie. Brought horror movies back, baby. Back to the 90s. Reinvigorated the the culture and uh, teen horror movies. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll but, get into uh, that. But yeah, I'm talking about Scream from 1996. Yeah, and, and directed by Wes Craven. So uh, we're so we're going. You know, we're talking about two masters in this yeah. in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Straight you could up. Say so. Yeah. Yeah. Wes Craven, yeah. Wes Craven for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, because we talked about Nightmare on Elm Street earlier, and that's that's him. That's yes. Wes Craven. 
Uh, Hellraiser is Wes Craven as well, yes? No, that's Clive Barker. Oh, Clive Barker. All right. Well, we're not talking about you, Clive Barker. Get out of here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I, I'm did, new to horror. I'm he a, did I'm like a, Last House on the Left and... Uh, Wes Craven? Yeah. Okay. Uh, people that, Under the Stairs. People Under the Stairs. That's what... Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. There we go. But yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, if you haven't heard or know about Scream, this is the synopsis from Letterboxd. Uh, someone has taken their love of scary movies one step too far. Ooh, Ooh I like that one. That Sounds like nice. a white person. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. A killer known as Ghostface begins killing off teenagers, and as the body count begins rising, one girl and her friends find themselves contemplating the rules of the horror films as they find themselves living in a real-life one. Well, that's not really true, is it? They no. don't really. They, I mean, it's only Jamie Kennedy who's saying shit like yeah. that. They don't all just start like get together and be like, "All right, if we forgot that's, the rules, we can." You yeah, know? that's kind of harping on like a yeah. certain aspect of the film. Yeah, but it's right. not really that, but it it is kind of that because it does try to no, break no, but those, the, the film itself. break those horror. Yeah, film no, 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 I understand down. that, but yeah. I'm saying like the group themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sure. yeah, that's kind of a funny way of saying. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But right. who's in this? Uh, David Arquette as Dewey Riley. Uh, Nev Campbell as Sidney Prescott, Courtney Cox as our Courtney Cox. Okay. Oh no, uh, no, that's right. They're Courtney Cox. Co- they're divorced. Oh, but, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> who was fucking who on set? It I'll was be David Arquette. <laughs> but uh, Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, Matthew Lillard as Stu uh, Matcher. Matcher. I don't know what the yeah, hell. He's just Stu. R- yeah, Stu. Uh, Rose McGowan as Tatum. As Tatum Riley, as Skeet Oldrich, Ulrich, as Billy Loomis, little huh? Ah, little Loomis, Loomis, Loomis. Doctor Loomis, and uh, of course, crazy. Yeah. Hey, that would be funny, right? If that was like his kid, if they connected it that way, they should have named the town of this the same Illinois town of that, and just yeah, they they should have, huh? They should have, but they didn't. Ah, what's Craven smarter than that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah. we don't write for yeah. West Craven. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Jamie Kennedy as Randy Meeks, the meek. The meek will inherit the earth, won't they? Oh, okay. Thought oh, okay. All right. Well, I like that. Okay. Sort of. And then, uh, <laughs> well, that's why we don't write for West Craven again. <laughs> uh, West Craven is smarter than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, West Craven is the director of this, but surprising, this is really funny. I never knew who, I always thought. Wes Craven was the writer of this too. I you know? I knew he wasn't. Yeah. Okay. But uh, who is it though? It's I, I, uh, yeah. what, where's his name? Kevin Williamson. And while I was watching rewatching it again, I was like, this is fucking Dawson motherfucker. And who created Dawson's Creek was Kevin Williamson. <laughs> wow. So. so and who's all about movies? Dawson and Jamie Kenny character. Like it's really? kind of like okay. One of those, I don't really remember that. Yeah, uh, Dawson wanted to be like a. Uh, director. And oh, think, okay. And then he was like all into Jaws and Steven Spielberg and ah, shit like that. All right. Well, this is actually a promo for our Dawson's Creek podcast <laughs> that we're doing a little spinoff. Romano explains every episode to me. Uh, well, I'll be how, there for and, you. And how Van and Vanderbeek just want to be a director. Yeah, this is a good old boy. It's we'll called I'll be there for you. Back to the creek. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to wait oh, for this I pod wait to be for over. You at the creek. No, it's a, it I don't want to wait for this pod to be over. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so. The writer, because I, I, I knew that Wes, Wes Craven didn't write this. Yeah. But I understood, because I remember it when it came out. Yeah. You know, so, I remember, uh, so you know, yeah, this is like... it's a big like, It was a big thing. This is like... Like six, you said. Yeah, it was yeah. like... This was, uh, so this is maybe one of the first horror... I can't really, really remember exactly which 
first horror movie I saw, but this is definitely one of the first. Uh, Scream, you know, because I saw it when it was well, able I, I, to rent. I, I, you know? I will say that, you know, I, I would dress up for Halloween as a little kid, you know, as reg- Matthew Lillard. Regular stuff. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying regular stuff. Maybe one time I was a vampire. Okay. Yeah. One time I was uh, a dummy from R.L. Stein's Not a Living Dummy. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Uh, what's his name? But yeah. that when this came out, it, there was like a haunted house that my dad did, mm-hmm. like at, at, at his place. Yeah. Where, like, we had a bunch of kids from the neighborhood come through. And, like, you know, they got candy, but, like, we were supposed to dress up as stuff to, like, scare them. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm doing Ghostface. Oh. I'm doing Scream. And everyone was Scream? <laughs> no, but everyone just sort of thought that was dumb. <laughs> Why? Because, I don't know, because it just was... I thought everyone got I, that costume after Scream. I mean, I out. guess I think it was just because it was just so obvious. Because, literally, because there was kids dressed up as that. Yeah. Not a lot, but, I mean, it wasn't so scary to them you know what i mean yeah like because everyone was that you know uh-huh. what i mean everyone yeah. at that time was Ghostface. Uh-huh. you know what i mean they saw them probably as yeah. they were walking through the neighborhood all the time you know what i mean <laughs> so and i wasn't that very convincing of a ghost face you know i don't have that matthew okay. lillard skeet yeah. Ulrich sex appeal you know <laughs> yeah you don't have those uh, sexy psycho killer eyes exactly yeah. so you know i'd still so, yeah but i but but I do remember the the impact of it in terms of like that, right? Like, so that was like, you think about like, so, you know, we talk about Michael Myers. We talk about uh, Jason with the hockey mask. We talk about yeah. Freddy with the fedora and some claws. But <laughs> and like a, this was like, an emo sweater. <laughs> yeah. And then like Chucky, there was like these certain type of things, Hellraiser, Pinhead. Yeah. But there, there had, there, it, it had been such a long time since, you know, a certain generation had their own kind of like new look yeah and, and the ghost face was sort of that right like I, you know i, I was it's trying like, to think yeah, it's a cultural phenomenon you know like, yeah like i was trying to think of like what you know like what horror movie like kind of mask or like faces can you remember from the 90s because you know most you know obviously like well that's why it's that's just the like the, i know what you did last summer it's like these things that aren't really oh yeah the guy and just like the yeah hook. with like the, the slicker and the hook yeah right but like nothing was like stood out where i think just, those are all after like the right because, exactly because, yeah, they're, they're because scream was like the like horror movies had kind of lost their their edge they got too like funny and like you know like you know, well, uh, it was all like a bunch of sequels. Know. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is, Jason yeah. goes takes New York. Jason goes to yes. hell. Like yeah, it's yeah. all these things. Yeah, Jason starts a podcast yeah. with Freddie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they review horror movies. Yeah, every, the, all that stuff was kind of dying. Like those franchises were dying, and and like yeah, like like Fred, like what Freddie was just I don't know trying to get meta, but and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah, he was know. trying to get. Then meta, what else? Yeah. He was what getting else into was his there? own. Yeah, because doesn't he get into his own actor's dreams or something? Yeah. Right, that one movie where yeah. it's like they're... I forget the new nightmare or whatever. I think yeah. it's that one. Yeah, we were watching it that one time at uh, that's uh, cr- the Fourth Horseman. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> Shout but, out to the Fourth Horseman. But anyway, like I mean, there were still <laughs> horror movies. Obviously, Clive Barker's doing stuff. Like, sure, you know, sure, sure, and, sure. And like Night Breeders and but like, still sequels. and even. <laughs> Even kind of what would you consider from *Dust Till Dawn* like a horror movie kind of? Oh yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. And that, I think that was like around the same time. Oh and, okay, and but from but the that's... same studio too. Oh, *Dimension*. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and okay. Then, well, I, I and was then just this guy say, also wrote *Faculty*, which I, Robert Rodriguez directed. I was actually gonna ask you because I mean, you know, I don't know too much about it, but I feel like *Dimension* must be kind of like the revolution of that right at that time yeah like if you saw that you're like oh this is a cool new horror thing yeah right? the, the shadow i don't know okay the shadow? that that's a horror movie to you 
No, but I'm, I just wonder if they did it. I, thought I don't they think did. so. Okay, I was just wondering. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying, but yeah, like at that time, like Dimension was like, oh, okay, like it's this like is their be... horror, like uh, yes. Miramax's horror division, right, you know? right, right, right. So that's why uh, that's why you see clerks in every scene of Scream for some reason. You do, yeah, and the blockbuster, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then it's like one of the tapes on the VHS player in the house at the end too. Oh damn, yeah, Kevin Smith man over here yeah. spotting it all, <laughs> yeah, spotting it all. All right, okay. But yeah, so anyway, so like, yeah. Yeah, I, anyway. So <laughs> Scream is, I, I don't even like, it's a, it's a horror movie because it has really cool kills, I think. And, that, and I think they, yeah. and I think they wrap around kind of cool too, especially uh, the one where um, uh, Rose McGowan gets killed by the, the garage door opener. And then uh, later, Nev Campbell, when she finds her, that's like kind of a cool wraparound, like, you know, to come back to that kill and see and her see it for herself, you know, because we just see it. And like she's kind of just from the back from mm-hmm. Ghostface's uh, point of view, pretty much. And she's just like hanging there. And yeah, I guess, yeah, she's dead. I don't know how that would I don't know how she couldn't have stopped that. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind yeah. of funny. Mm-hmm. But that, it's, 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 it's yeah. cool. Like when Nev Campbell's like running away from. Like you know, like uh, when she finds out it's a uh, stew and uh, Billy are the killers and stuff, and then that she sees like she falls, she jumps from the roof or whatever, and she falls into the um, the boat, and then she sees uh, her friend's character, de- Rose, Rose McGowan's mm-hmm. character, dead on that. I thought that was, I don't know, kind of nice little wraparound. Yeah, I mean you know? that is cool. I'm like, just surprised that none of the. Uh... None of the boys who, uh, none of the none of the people who left the party saw that. Well, they on were the on. Out. They wanted to see uh, <clears throat> the principal dead on the on the. No, I know, but even board. then, before, uh, yeah, the people that were leaving were just like, "Oh, where's so and so?" He's just like, "They're like, where's Rose McGarren?" He's like, yeah, "She probably dipped because she's mad at me." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, she's like literally. If you just turn around, she's hanging from. <laughs> she's dead right there. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta look." But I mean that you know, that's you that's know a horror that's movie. a horror movie thing, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that that'd be dumb, like to nitpick something like yeah. that. Look, I I will say, um, with this, uh, you know, watching it, like uh, this is also one of those ones where like I sort of understand why it has like a cultural significance, right? Yeah. Like why people put this on. Mm-hmm. This makes more sense to me, even though it does have like. Um, you know, it, it obviously takes from Halloween. It obviously is yeah, like, and, you know. And, uh, yeah, obviously makes it's, homages it's not, to it, you know. Yeah, but... Pays but homage it, to it. But I think it's... It, it, so, I, I get that, right? I get because people just like it. They like the, the lore of that, like, right? It's just like, ooh, look, it's Skeet Orge is sexy. Ooh, like, any, like... Well, he, I, you know, I think but, one of the strong things about, like, about Scream is that it actually has a good story plot, you know? And most... Well, and most... And most I don't know if films, it has a good story most like horror films are like really i mean they try to have a good story or or a good like a you know like a heavy plot but they always just kind of like fall fall short or they're it's really not about that anyway whereas i think this film where you know it's it you know it's trying to like you know show you all those horror tropes and stuff and like you know turn it on its head a little bit but not uh, but one of the things is that the horror trope that like horror movies really don't have any story or it's like almost like a you know like a porno it's like you just want to see the kills and stuff like that you just want to see the fucks <laughs> you know you don't want to see any kind oh. of story you know uh-huh. so that that it actually has like a, a good story and plot 
before the film is kind of like uh, breaking like you know all those horror kind of tropes or theme like, well, you know. well, well here's why i'm gonna go against you but not really okay go for you it. know what i'm saying yeah like so i don't mm. think that it has a good story or plot i think it's mm. sort of basic i think it's fine mm-hmm. but i think what with with this recent <gasps> watch i think what really makes it stand out is the fact that it really is focusing on that idea of uh, people who enjoy that stuff, right? Like the the sickness of people who... Cause, so, Jamie Kennedy's character is all into horror, right? He's like super into it. He knows all the rules of horror yeah. and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. But he's not going to kill anybody. He's a normal person. Yeah. He's a very normal person. As, as we all are, we, we love movies. We can watch violent films. We can like, yeah, and literally not, do all that and not like think that we're going to fucking have to kill somebody. It, it does, and, does so, it, and Billy Loomis has that line. He's like, uh, movies don't create psych, uh, psychopaths. They just, right, they just make, give us good ideas. Good, make us more creative. Or creative, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like, so that, like, so like showing him like uh, Jamie Kennedy so being so into horror films and then what Wes Craven does right and obviously the writer as well, Dawson's Creek, he, what, what they do is that like they show that those two guys are just like, they're just like bored suburban white dudes yeah. who like where they're just like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we kill people because there'd be no motive for it? And it's just like they're like they live out in this place where there's nothing else to do but to do that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like so how, they, uh, it's like a comment on and also like, like a, the characters from Brick. They're bored fucking right. suburban white kids. Yeah. yeah but, it's, uh, but, but it's also the, like a comment on the fact that like, you know, at that time, the youth were so like sensi- sensitized about stuff like that right there was just like all desensitized yeah Yeah, there you go there's like there was like so much violence that we you know you'd go on like fucking rotten.com and just like look at shit like that or faces of death faces of death or whatever and everything was just so like oh okay that's fine yeah like you know like and and that's like youth at that time we're like literally violent video games (laughs) when jamie kennedy is just like oh damn like henry winkler our principal is like dead and he's hanging from the flagpole at the yeah school. he's the only one who has emotion about all, it all the dudes are just like hell yeah bro let's go check that out yeah let's go see that you know what i mean but yeah. at the, but but then there's like that moment where henry winkler is just like i should fucking gut both of you yeah. when he tells those kids and display you and fucking kill you and make yeah. make an example out of you i don't know so it's henry like this winkler weird... in this movie is uh undercover horny well, they all are. Everyone in this movie is horny, yeah. obviously. That's also that's also another thing. Yeah. I think is like one of those which I think all horror movies are sort of like they have like that little undertone of like, you know, yeah. sex is sin. Yeah. You do it and if you do it in the bad way that you're doing it where yeah. you're just some dumb horny teenager, you're going to get killed. Yeah. Which is, you know, I fucking pregnant I fucking uh, AIDS, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all these different examples of what that is, right? Like, but you're gonna get killed. Yeah. Well, you know? it's the whole thing about being pure, and then yeah, and then evil taking over, you know. So that's kind of like one of those things where it's like you know, it's like biblical almost, or like yeah, it, it makes it you know like a more black and white kind of thing that horror movies kind of are, you know. But Scream kind of you know messes around with that. And that it's not so black and white and like that you can have the wrong guy in jail for a crime that you thought you committed. And like and then that's that that gets questioned when Gail Weathers like talks to Nev Campbell, like, you know, like she she tells her, oh, you saw a guy in this jacket. You think he's like you don't even know. You just 
you didn't see a face you didn't see anything and then well, and, and then when she's talking to her she's like yeah look now you're even questioning it you do not you don't even know anymore well again and again because only because the story is not that good but but because again those things <clears throat> like they they make you know they stand out right it's like the idea of like we just want to see like new stories about things like you know what i mean like whether that's why nev campbell is able to be like oh like he's he raped my mom and murdered murdered her because yeah. you know you have that like cheerleader who like is in the restroom and just like oh like she's uh you know she's a young girl heartbroken from her <laughs> mother's murder yeah. and so she 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 realizes that you know, this is that's a really in. cool way of giving murders that, like, in. Like, it's like literally everyone just an idiot like that. Everyone at that time in the '90s was like watching Ricky Lake, yeah. watching like true crime in a way that you know, because now it's a little different, right? True yeah, crime, you had, like is, the it's, Menendez it's, brothers. You had the yeah, OJ it, thing. Well, well, back uh, then it was more so like we Jennifer just, Lorraine like, Bobbitt and stuff like that. Yeah, like nobody people. was gonna like murder people back then in the '90s with that, but they were gonna like. What they but they wanted to believe that other people would murder people. Which people, which you know those, what I'm saying? those like you know those YouTube sleuths or whatever. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah, like yeah. Where they really are trying to figure out something. Right. Like they're way out of their league or out of their like. Where it's uh, just like area oh, of like expertise. You know, like, it's just like some some poor girl at your high school's mother is murdered, yeah. and you're just like, hmm, there's got to be something else to it. Yeah. She, you know what I mean. Well, like that's the whole thing about God. Like that's and that, gossip. And, that's the, that's, and then that still obviously goes on today. Yeah. But in the '90s, that really was with like extra, extra, yeah. just like fucking hard like copy, you know, like, like yeah, hard things. copy, like inside edition. And current affair. It was just you know. yeah, current affair. It was just like all that shit. Yeah. It was just like oh, like someone got killed. Oh, I, that yeah, that's fine. But who was who sleeping with when they got killed? Ooh, like it's just like shit like that. Yeah, like who on set was sleeping with who on screen? Right, which is what like Gail Weathers like mm-hmm. kind of represents, yeah, right? That sure. that idea of like trying to like uh like make that more like a like a like just to blow it up more, yeah. as opposed to just be like oh like someone died. It's like that sucks. It's just yeah, like no, I mean, like there's other things. Like ooh, look, imagine if this person is sleeping with this person. Well, that's or, why Scream isn't so like Ghostface Killer. Like you know, he's uh, it. Gail hey, is more Wu Tang Ghostface yeah, Killer, homie. Like uh, so, what Gail Weathers isn't so black and white. Yeah, she's trying to do her job and like really get a story and like make a name for herself, and and but she's also really investigating. You know, like because she doesn't think. Um, uh, uh, oh, Cotton! Cotton did it. Lee you know, Shriver. Yeah, Lee Shriver's character mm-hmm. did killed um, uh, Prescott's mom or whatever, you know. And everyone else does. And like it was like an open and shut case for like for them, you know. And that's kind of a, like a thing about the cops too. It's like oh, they just want to get their man as long as they get like somebody to pin wow, the thing on. Wow, wow. You know? I will say that that's that is sort of difficult to believe. What do you mean the, that they would believe Nev Campbell? That they wouldn't just believe leave Shriver the men get off that you know before like they, they're not just gonna believe like Nev Campbell pointing the finger they're gonna go through like a bunch of extensive things you know what I mean especially back then I mean OJ got off for Christ's sakes you yeah. know what I'm saying that was a whole different kind of thing going uh, on too. but you know what I'm saying yeah you know what I mean like well this is screaming Lee Shriver is in jail because of they know he they because they pinned him on the crime and they went to trial. I know but he didn't do it yeah I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so they did. Well, but everyone but else they, thinks he but does they just it. But believe, I'm saying they just believe Nev Campbell, which that's sort of unbelievable. I'm seeing. I'm saying Gail Weathers is how you're saying. 
you know, she's trying to sens- she's sensationalizing all these kind of things, and that was going on at the time too. But I, I that's what I think. What's good about Scream is that it's not so black and white. You know, there's more like dimensions to these characters than just like oh she's the the big dumb blonde you know or whatever or she's the virgin she's the you know stuff like that and uh jamie kennedy character is just the nerd guy or whatever well he just sort of is what else is he but i mean he's i mean he comes out on top sort of but i mean he is but he does have something to say like he he does like kind of know the rules of everything but no one's listening to him is the thing you know well what are the rules like so what are the rules of a horror movie? First, don't be horny. Yeah. Don't Second, have sex. Second, don't have sex. Third, um, don't like, stop running up the stairs. Yeah, run out the run, yeah. fucking front door, for Christ's <coughs> sakes, right? Yeah. And pick something up that you can swing, mm. right? Like, you know, whether it's an entity or something, you got to at least try, right? Yeah. You got to at least try to throw something. Yeah, and that's it. funny, too, because Nev Campbell's the one who says that, like, yeah, oh, you know, she should go out the front door and but she runs up the stairs like oh come on but that happens to her where she locks the front door right and he's right there Mm -hmm. so she does have to run up the stairs so she kind of can't like you know practice what she preaches well you know i mean you know know, she's being tricked as well you know she don't she don't know that uh she don't know that skeet she don't know skeet's part of it she don't know she don't know who's part of it you know it's like we all we all can say we will do this in this situation but once you once it comes to like, really, what are you going to do? You probably are just going because you're in a totally different mindset. So it's well, kind I, of like, well, I will, I will say we, we, we haven't even really mentioned the, the, the iconic beginning. Okay. Uh, yeah. Drew, you didn't even what mention you Drew Barrymore in the cast. When yeah, you did. talked about her. You, did you, oh, you did? No, you didn't. I don't know. You didn't. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't okay. remember that you did. Yeah. You didn't mention Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Talking about the, let's talk about how she should have just called the goddamn cops. Uh, look, I get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but just call the cops. Stop talking to this guy. This guy's a weirdo. Women, stop talking to these weirdos. Stop, just, yeah, stop giving them the. Just stop engaging. Yeah. Just stop giving them that little <laughs> bit of pull. You already know. You already. You already frightened. If you're frightened, you're probably right. Yeah. So call the cops. And just call Nev the cops. Campbell was frightened the whole time of Billy, like her boyfriend. You know. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. And anytime that fool called, I, you, I, I, I heard that those are real. Um, for what they use for the Drew Barrymore scenes uh-huh. at the beginning, those are real Skeet Ulrich uh, messages. They just <laughs> that's for his ex, and they just throw yeah. those up there. He's like, "What the fucking what fucking horror movie do you like, you fucking bitch?" <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing that the that whole first scene is like, you know, it was like a classic as soon as it came out, right? Well, the I whole, think like what, again, what's your favorite scary movie? You want to play well, a game? It's also you know? the idea of like at that time, that's, I think that's what like uh, Blair Witch also captured uh, in terms of like what, what scares people at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. So like Blair Witch was just like that, like handheld camera, just yeah. like finding something <laughs> that like makes it scary because that's like, it's like found footage. Right. And yeah. back in the day you find some VH, VHS tape, you put that on yeah. here Back in that time, I would say, like, in the 90s, like, you know, because before there was the um, Star 69 or the call back. Yeah. You know, like, you can, you get calls like that. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, getting something like that on your answering machine, someone's like, uh, breathing hard or, like, being like, oh, what's your favorite scary movie? Like, 
nowadays that would be a joke you wouldn't find that scary yeah but like back in that time that was very like when you when we saw that that beginning especially you, where they live too where they live so far apart from one another that, yeah that exactly. must be even like scarier and that he's saying i was like oh i want to know who i'm looking at yeah and you can't and, and, like, and you what? have no way of like finding out who's yeah. calling you because you know what i mean like there, there is no like cell phones it's something yeah. like that it's just literally you are literally just being like told by some weirdo who has your number and you don't even have their number yeah which is a crazy thing you know back in that time that's really scary like prank calls were you know they could be scary well yeah i mean like even the phone book right like there's a phone number and there's an address next to it too so that's crazy or that you know that's pretty like damn kind of crazy time, to huh? think at, like think about like yeah, that's know. back when we all thought that we were just, like, trying to look for each other for good reasons. Yeah, and probably you know? not. And then a bunch of weird white boys started spawning everywhere and just started killing people for fun. Yeah. Which is, like, what Scream is about, right? It's about that. And I guess that's, like, another thing, right? Like, you know, back in the day when I saw Scream, I was like, yeah, this is cool, you know. Uh-huh. But it's just like, oh, it's just another it's just another white, bunch of white boys in a mask killing somebody. You know, I don't understand the significance of that and how that would really and how that really captures uh, the United States of America <laughs> and what we live in. Yeah. And that, you know, if any documentary, anything is literally just a bunch of weird white boys like that who just well, decide, is, well, this I'm going to kill people. This is pre-Columbine, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I and there's like there, there's literally like these two uh, teenagers who did the same thing because of this movie where they were they killed like their girlfriends because they were just oh we want to find out what it's like to murder people and they filmed themselves you know what i mean really yeah i didn't know that yeah she like they literally like uh told her like oh we're gonna go to your house like because she's like oh i'm home alone and like her boyfriend was like i want to bring my friend like we're gonna go over there like throw on some scary movies because they wanted to make it like scream yeah and so why she while she was watching scary movies they broke in and they murdered her and they filmed themselves like driving being like, Oh damn, we just killed so-and-so like that's my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like, cause of scream. Like there was just like these two friends who were just these really? two white I boys. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like madness. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, so you're not letting it in. I get it. So what I'm saying is that you, you support white supremacy is what, <laughs> what this episode. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I like it because of the story and the filmmaking, and I think the acting is good in it for, and especially for all the, like, it's cool to have all those like, quote unquote teen actors, right? They're all like thirty, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, I mean, uh, they all had like baby faces, so you yeah. know, I mean, Nev Campbell was obviously, you know, she's been a teen for quite some time. Yeah, she was party of five. Uh, Skeet Ulrich, yeah, he was like a, he's one of Giant Depp's like pimples that he popped and he he squirted <laughs> out. And uh, Matthew Lillard actually looked pretty young. He's just a tall guy, you know. Yeah. Jim Kennedy has a pretty baby face. I don't know. They're not teens, obviously, but they're they're, they're, all, young. they're in their twenties yeah, yeah. for sure. For they're sure, like late twenties, yeah, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. But I, I I still I don't know why you don't like the story or why you don't like the plot. I think it's pretty good for the horror movie genre, or just even it's pretty much like a noir story that you know, like they could that you know, like noirs are pretty much 
basic. It's just kind of like how they find it to each and like every like clue is the thing about it. And I think uh, and I think Scream does that pretty well. You know, like okay, it sets okay. up all the all right. Well, it who's, sets up all the beats. Well, who who who's like in Scream? Who is like the detective in like the noir? Like who's the one who's sort of like you know what I mean? Like opening up the layers of the thing that you would say. I like, think I think they just those they they kind of open up them on their own you know like as you see it unravel because no one's really searching for the killer except gail weathers or in i guess dewey sort of yeah dewey louie <clears throat> you know dewey dewey but he's kind of like i feel like they might underutilize him because he's just like the dumb brother cop you know where like he gets treated like you know like he's he's lame pretty much and that's why in the scary movie he, he's played by some guy that it's just like a doofus, you know, that part. It's it's kind of like, yeah, it doesn't touch on that because it's just a horror movie and no one's really trying to figure anything out. But it, it unravels on itself. And I think the unraveling of it like really uh, is is something really, really good. That, that it like, you know, it breaks it makes the story of, of a horror movie more uh, intriguing and exciting you know, than just it about being the about the kills and like uh, like a. A slasher fest. Huh. All right. Well, I mean, I I just don't. Again, the the story itself doesn't really like lend anything to, like servicing the film itself because it's just like, all right, like these two psycho white boys kill. But he some does girl's have a mom. motive. Well, yeah, he does. Because of course, that's like, but, and that's the thing too. Like, he's trying to say he doesn't or doesn't want to. He doesn't want to have one because it looks better. But he completely does. Why did they kill his? They kill. He got his, him and his dumb friend. They got they got together and killed the woman that like made his parents' marriage break up. You know, mm-hmm. and that's like you know that's kind of like oh boo hoo like your parents got divorced like, but I mean that's really affecting on a child and stuff, but. It's like, yeah, it is kind of like, oh, come on. Oh, your parents got divorced. Like, you know, like so like so he goes crazy and like gets it killed. And so they have to do it again. Like, you know, they have the urge to like really make it something in like where they get addicted to it because they are like psychopaths, you know. And so they they create this whole game because they're bored in like a suburban town with nothing to do. And yeah, we're going to kill my girlfriend you know, like my dad's mistress's daughter, you know, and, 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 and not only that, but go like, you know, kill people throughout the school that we don't like for no reason. Cause Matthew Lillard went out with, uh, Drew Barrymore's character and got dumped, you know, so that's oh, why she was killed. That's right. You know, yeah, so, nah. and yeah, then yeah. I don't know, he just has to kill his girlfriend too. Cause it, so it doesn't look weird, I guess. Well, yeah, that's always like, yeah, it's just so they wouldn't be the suspects, yeah. but then they are. Yeah, but they told it them. always is. Yeah, yeah, it always is. Uh, yeah, the white, it, you know, if, if a white woman dies, it's probably their white husband or white boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, you heard of her first, folks. And Scream said it first too. You know, it was one of the, <laughs> the first Republican movies, boyfriends. It's one, <laughs> it one of the first movies to say Republicans will kill their wives, yeah. and, and they just have guns, of course. You know, for no reason, just yeah. for the look of it, yeah. just to get some votes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just get a couple of homies. Uh, a to, yeah. you know, probably carry fives. Well, look, I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a final argument from you, Mondo. A okay. real final argument on why Scream deserves to be in the Criterion Collection. 
Well, yeah, I mean, well, earlier, because I said, like, how much it impacted the culture, you know, it's not just some film, like, Scream hasn't gone away, like, as much as it should have stopped, just like Halloween, you know, it's not going away ever, pretty, like, you know, from the looks of it, like, and they have another one already coming out next year, I think, Neither right? is Herpes, but should that be in the Criterion Collection, Mondo? No, because it's not a film. <laughs> And Scream is not a yet. Fi- and Scream is a film, and it showcases not yet. Uh, you know, and I, Wes Craven should definitely be part of the Criterion, uh, you know, like collection. Like, and this, and I think this film really showcases uh, where he's come along as a director. Where, like, you know, Last House, Last House on the Left is one of those ones that's really like, uh, you know, you got to be in a mood to watch that. You know, like it's like just like gross and like you know insane for you know you know like gross out factor and freddie is like you know is an iconic character but you know he gets less and less as one goes as each goes on but the first one is still i think a pretty good um example of west craven but scream scream for we sure we also haven't mentioned a uh vampire in brooklyn yeah which i think is a pretty iconic yeah. uh monster mash yeah <laughs> But Scream, I think, is that perfect, like, you know, like culmination of all that, like of a guy of Wes Craven, who's a seasoned director coming back, you know, like in late or mid of his career and like really showing that he's still he's not just one note or he's not just this guy that, you know, is going to make some slasher film or some really like, you know, almost like torture porn kind of thing, you know, with Last House on the Left. And um and scream and I still I'm still harping on why the story is really good in this. It just it makes this whole thing like exciting and more so than the kills. You know I'm not like a like a kill person like you know like or have to see that kind of stuff to like a horror movie. Like I it's really much more about the characters and what's going on. And I think that's what the thing is about Scream Two is that it's it's not as crazy as maybe people thought when it came out in the nineties, like, Oh, this is crazy. Like, you know, like all the, like this guy is just going around killing like uh, the people in the high school and stuff. I think it's more, much more built on the story and the characters and them, you know, grouped together and them meshing and like, you know, like, you know, really like creating, like, I believe, I believe all of them as their characters. Like I don't under, like they don't like, they don't, um, really feel out of place or like uh, that like or even say cringy kind of things like that you would think this kind of movie would be filled with like oh this is like just a nostalgia watch too like you know but i don't like after uh, watching it again today it I, it's definitely not a nostalgia watch it's just a good movie that you can put on and enjoy and it really subverts you know it like what people weren't doing at the time is uh you know trying to turn horror on its on on its head and it does that you know it tells you all the all the tropes all the like you know the main like themes of horror movies and it really you know deconstructs them as stupid as that word is no it's not a super word no i mean i get what you're saying and that's a nice final argument look and again me saying that i don't think the story is that great is not you know, I'm just trying to give you, you know, I'm trying to give you a little <laughs> tug, a little, pu- a little, oh. a little poke. You know what I'm oh, saying? You can give me a tug, sure. But <laughs> a little stab, a little stab. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But me and Jordan it, are going to stab each other I, after this say, episode yeah, and to see yeah. how it feels. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'll be right back. It's just cream, oh. baby. 
Look, I will say that, look, Matt, look, everyone is great in this film. I'm not going to, like, try to, like, you know, I'm just trying to say that I don't know if the story itself is the strongest aspect of the movie. Um, but I think the the uh, the deconstruction and the meta aspect of everything is, is, is the strongest aspect. I think, honestly, to me, especially just because of what's going on now, a days and it's it's just very relevant in that you know back in the and back in that time yeah sure we had like a bunch of like white dudes like murdering people but nowadays it's literally like these guys are like trump supporters like these you yeah. know matthew lillard and skeet Ulrich are like trump supporters yeah i was surprised at the end they didn't have mega hats and they're yeah and they're literally just like like women won't listen to us it's like yeah because you guys are fucking idiots and then and they're trying to make the jimmy kennedy character who really just likes so art like and incel, culture? And so men too, right? Yeah, that that that's what they are. But yeah. like Jamie Kennedy's character, they're trying to make him be like just because he likes art and yeah. stuff, be the one who's like, oh, he's like the weirdo. Yeah. But it's just like now, nah, like just because you're sexy and just because you sort of <laughs> look like Johnny Depp, doesn't mean you're cool. It, it it probably means more so that you're a psychopath. You hear that, ladies? Uh, the 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 nerdy dudes who just like talking about movies all the time, <laughs> you know, maybe we don't look that great. Maybe we might look like Jamie Kennedy in the nineties, <laughs> but we, you know, doesn't mean we can't be Skeet Ulrich in the bed. All right, anyway, we're, we're definitely wearing <laughs> Jamie Kennedy's shirt from the nineties. But <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is that I I just <laughs> like that aspect of this movie, watching it again and really being like, oh, okay, like it really is just talking about. What is very relevant is that idea of these, you know, this these no motive white guys who are just killing people in that sense of like, oh, we just play a game because it's based on horror movies and stuff. It's very relevant. It's very it's very tabloid. It's very, you know, it's very newsworthy. It, it very much is yeah. just what is going on. Yeah. So it, so the story itself is just like it's fine. But the, the, that aspect of it is really what I think elevates it to. Something that, again, around that time, in, in that era, in the 90s, uh, there was nothing really that was cracking. You know, it was a bunch of whack sequels. Also, it was a bunch of dumb also stuff. now that you're saying that, I think, too, that it, it like, un, maybe, like, unlike Halloween, this movie has aged pretty well from 96, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I again, that, that's what I was just going to say. I, I don't. You know, like it doesn't not, feel like, oh yeah, this is like, uh, like, uh. you know, I don't think, you know, I'm going to get canceled for my Halloween opinions, but I don't think I'm going to get canceled for my scream opinions because this is a whole new, uh, turnaround. Look, all right, fine. I'll let it in. All right. <laughs> I'll let it in the collection in honor of Halloween, but also just because again, I do understand, right? Like we see, you know, what what I I just like I really admire Wes Craven's balls to be able to do something like New Nightmare, where he's just sort of deconstructing himself. and playing himself, yeah, right. yeah, and deconstructing himself and what he's done before, what other people have done before, right? Why these are paired together is because Halloween's mentioned a lot in Scream. And yeah, also for the idea Billy's that last like, name is Loomis. Yes, and also they're watching you know, Halloween. At I the mean, party. the white mask. You know what yeah. I mean? That's just like, even yeah. though that's supposed to be obviously a it's ghost, an updated version of it. You know, yeah, like, it's of, like that. You know yeah, what I mean? The, the blank butcher face, knife. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's like that. 
how we talked about it's very like suburb white house yeah it's paying homage to all like you know yeah. to, to mm-hmm. halloween for sure yeah because that's where that really comes from yeah this basic serial killer in the suburbs you know what i mean yeah. and uh so all right i'll let into into the collection mm-hmm. it's in the cult um it was you know it, it was an okay last argument Mondo. okay <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah. luckily uh you know, Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich, they stabbed their way into my heart. <laughs> uh, cut yeah. me right open. You know? It's called tact. Get oh, yeah, that's what he says. Like, yeah. Look it up. Um, you know, I, you know, it sort of <laughs> makes sense why Skeet Ulrich uh, didn't become a star. Really? Why? Uh, why, do you, why do you think that uh, some some scenes that don't have like so people were like oh he's like the next Johnny Depp people were saying that oh, okay yeah, yeah when that first came out but there's some scenes where he's just like ooh I'm the spooky guy and you're just like oh you're like trying uh, gotcha. you know I, as much as Johnny Depp is probably a piece of shit in real life you know you don't get that from him when he acts you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying yeah where you're you. just like oh you're you're trying to be like weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like Skeet Ulrich kind of has a little bit of that. Okay. Yeah, you know, so that's why he didn't become a famous person. He's in the Newton Boys, with yeah. uh, you know, Richard Linklater. But I get, <laughs> I get why he didn't become the next Johnny Depp. Yeah. Because he's sort of just like a. And I get why Matthew Lillard became Matthew Lillard. Why he's an <laughs> SLC punk, and you know, because he's loud. The boy's loud. <laughs> the boy's loud. He's good. Yeah. I, I get it. Nev Campbell. Yeah. Uh, eh. Well. Yeah, I understand why Nev Campbell. She's kind of one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's good in this. That's why I like. I like it. I also like Scream Four a lot. I mean, I I think she obviously makes sense yeah. for this. You know what I mean? And same thing with Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. They both make sense for what these roles are. You know, the mm-hmm. final girls or whatever. Yeah, it's supposed to be. You know what yeah. I mean? That they finally, you know, stick a. Uh, 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 clothes hanger up their dicks, the, the guy's dicks, <laughs> yeah. and show them that women can <laughs> fight white men. Uh, yeah, on Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> and I don't know why this I might said be, that. This might be the final pod. <laughs> it might be. Look, ladies, uh, if this episode. If, if, anything if if i've said anything in this episode let it be this uh <laughs> please just watch your surroundings be if careful you, don't let uh, these men uh trick you into letting them into their into your homes into your car into anything do not trust any charming man especially if just, he's gonna say he's gonna be the next johnny Depp. exactly <laughs> do not trust a man named skeet <laughs> michael or um uh matthew yeah. We'll give Matthew Lillard because he was kind of a creep too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so don't trust those weirdos. Um, you're looking for a guy sort of with, you know, ladies, trust a guy who's got more brownish skin, you know? We've seen what, you know, you've seen the pattern here. No fake tans. Yeah, you know, Michael Ma- Michael Myers is white as hell. What does that tell you? Yeah. Those guys are crazy. We're not, we're not trying to discriminate. We're talking about Halloween stuff here, okay? This is what John Carpenter said. This is what Wes Craven said. They said the white faces are scary. They will murder you. Brown uh, faces won't. Uh, Jordan's gone on to another podcast right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's called, but uh, it's coming soon. 
Yeah, it's called. Uh, I don't know. The left is right. Yeah. No. It, <laughs> no. It's called. You know. Be brown. Brown pride. <laughs> yeah. Even though we're both <laughs> very, <laughs> very, very light, light skin, light, light brown. But we're not. Yeah. You know, we're not Michael Myers. And happy Halloween not, to all of you. Yeah. We're not so, white minded. We're. Yeah. So scream is obviously in. Scream gets in. Hell yeah. I'm I'll glad. let it in. I mean, I was, I was, uh, you know, I was, I, I wasn't sure. I didn't care. I don't care what your opinion is, Jordan, because sure. that's, you know, I, I'm sure I you like, don't. I, I'm sure. <clears throat> I don't know. But I still love Scream either way, whether it was getting in or not. Yeah. And it's a good movie. It's a great watch. It's always one that, I don't know. It doesn't have to be Halloween to watch it. You can just watch it anytime. Yeah. I mean, I will say that it, you know, it's it sort of, um, you know, watching Scream and Halloween back to back is again not trying to get like not trying to be like this, just saying this just to say this, but you know, obviously John Carpenter is the master. You know what I mean? Like and he does great stuff. But I I really do feel like Scream is more so a Halloween movie than Halloween. You know what I mean? I can understand why people can get together and watch Scream. It's like yeah. funner. Halloween is sort of like, oh, all right, man, I've seen this. Yeah. I get it. Michael Myers drives a car. He's hiding behind the laundry. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Scream is more so like, it's sort of like, oh, okay. Like, I, I get, like, it's got more of like a, a movement. Even though it's not, even though, you know, Wes Craven does some really great long takes throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Um, the movement of it is not so fluid as Halloween. But Halloween is not so exciting as Scream. Scream. I get you. So... I get it because people love Scream. I mean, it's it's a huge thing. It's a, it's got yeah. a huge following. People listen to this. I'm sure everyone who listens to this probably loves both of these movies, and would probably be and probably very mad that I said anything bad about any of them. <laughs> but I will say yeah. that oh yeah, Scream's in the collection, and I do um, I do believe that it, it you know I I understand all of all of your love for it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyone listening? So. You can follow me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram. You can also follow the cult at Criterion Cult Pod at Criterion Cult on Twitter and on Instagram. Figure it out. One and of them you will come up. Definitely can listen to us. Oh, of course. I mean, follow us on Apple. Spotify, our iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I mean, Google Play, something. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're there. We're out there. <laughs> Yeah, join the cult. Mondo, where can we find you? Yeah, and you can find me on all those things at save underscore Mondo, eh, letterboxed included. Yeah, so uh, Mondo's a trick. I'm the treat. Thanks for listening. It's a scream, baby. Happy Halloween. (laughs) 